who participated in that choir. And thank you all the sponsors for our youth to go to the camp. God, God knows who you are and um, I pray that the Lord will continue to bless you and uh, continue to support our youth to go to the camp because you do not know that you know, their lives will be changed as the Lord will speak to them in the camp. Judges chapter 4 verses 1 to 9, I will read this and follow in your eyes. And the children of Israel again did evil in the sight of the Lord, when Ehud was dead. And the Lord sold them into the hand of David, king of Canaan, that reigned in Hazor. The captain of whose host was Sisera, uh, which dwelt in Harosheth of the Gentiles. And the children of Israel cried unto the Lord, for um, he had nine hundred chariots of iron. And twenty years he mightily oppressed the children of Israel. And Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lapidoth, she judged Israel at that time. And she dwelt under the palm tree of Deborah between um, Ramah and Bethel in Mount Ephraim. And the children of Israel came up to her for judgment. And she sent and called Barak, the son of Abinoam, out of Kiddush Naphtali, and said unto him, Have the Lord God of Israel commanded, saying, Go and um, draw toward Mount Tabor, and take with thee ten thousand men of the children of Naphtali, and of the children of Zebulun, and I will draw unto thee to the river Kishon Sisera, the captain of David's army, and his chariots, and his multitude, and I will deliver him into thine hand. And Barak said unto her, If thou wilt go with me, then I will go. But if thou wilt not go with me, then I will not go. And she said, I will surely go with thee. Notwithstanding the journey that thou takest shall not be for thine honor. For the Lord shall sell Sisera into the hand of a woman. And Deborah arose and went with Barak to Kedesh. Our Father in heaven, bless this passage of scripture, Lord. And thank you for bringing us together. And I pray, O oh God, that this um, character, a very important character in the Old Testament, Libra, Lord, what a mother, what a woman she was, and what a blessing she was in the country of Israel. And Lord, I pray that um, our, our young girls, our ladies, and the mothers that are here uh, today can reflect and see themselves um, with this woman. Lord, I pray that uh, you will continue to work in their lives and help them, Lord. And thank you, Lord, for the decisions that they made. Thank you that the decisions they made to, to please you and to honor you in their lives with their children. Father, I pray for your blessing upon them. For all of us this morning, we just and we pray. Amen. Please be seated. We are so late this time, but um, it's a blessing. Uh, although we, uh, we, we spent some time for, you know, to recognize our mothers and to have our uh, rest of our comforts to give their testimony because it's really important. Now here, uh, as we have this passage of scripture, we can see that this is a scripture that will encourage us to willingly and daringly offer ourselves to serve the Lord um, in the spiritual war of soul winning. Uh, the Lord will uh, speak to you, the Lord will speak to us uh, in His words, and we can see this person by the name of Deborah. So here we have God using this woman who was willing to serve God. 
any woman, any person um, can, can decide to serve God with all his or her heart. Deborah was the one. Illustrates uh, the virtuous woman in Proverbs chapter 31, verse number 30, that says, A woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Any person, any woman that will uh, fear the Lord, uh, the Lord will make it to happen that you will be praised in the end. And that was Deborah. Uh, she was a woman who feared the Lord in her life. Now, um, there was an invitation given to all the tribes of Israel, the twelve tribes, and then um, that invitation is about to go to war against Jabin, the king of um, Canaan, and, and whose army, uh, whose general was a person named Sisera. And they found six different responses. Uh, they found six different responses of this um, people in the land of I mean, with, with Israel and uh, whether or not they will go to battle. So among these six responses, I hope and pray that you will find one that is pleasant, that is approved in the sight of God. Not those people who did not do anything. Not those people who, who, who has forgotten to serve the Lord. Not those people who, uh, you know, turn their backs from helping the people of the Lord. But rather, to those people who will sacrifice, who will sacrifice their lives, who will sacrifice their, their time and their resources just for to go to battle uh, in favor of the people of God. But first, we will talk about the deliverance of God's people because this is a mighty deliverance. This is not the work of man. This deliverance was the work of God, but God used this man who had previously made the decisions of their own. I will tell you, my friends, there will be deliverance, there will be blessings in the future far away from here. But that blessing, that blessings of coming um, uh, deliverance must start from you today if you make the decisions in your own lives. If you make the decision in your own lives today, that will be, you know, uh, come to fruition in the future. But if there's no decision to be made today, do not expect that there will be something that we can harvest in the future. Yep. Because that is God's way. These people, Deborah and Barak, they just fear the Lord. They made the decisions to fear the Lord. So Deborah here, if you know it, if you know her, she was a prophetess. And she was raised in the day of oppression by David, the king of Canaan. And, and they were very fierce and they were very strong. And they, they are just, you know, they are just um, hard people. And they have given the people of God hard time. And they cried unto the Lord. By this time, Israel was having a leader. And the name of the leader was Barak. So uh, Deborah was a prophetess because God revealed to her what God's plan for the future of Israel. And Jacob I mean, Barak was the leader of the people. So now Barak needs the wisdom of Deborah. But Deborah needs the hands of Barak. So they work together, hand in hand, they work together. Uh, Deborah was the encouragement of Barak, and Barak was the army, was the, was the person that will lead the army of God. So he lead the people, but he has a counselor from Deborah. So you see here that the, the combination of the two. So whatever it is, wherever you are in the equation, as long as your heart is to win the battles for the Lord, whether you are the ones that will work and raise your children for the Lord, do it. Whether you are the ones who work hard in your company and then and support in the ministry, do it. Whether you are the ones you know that work in the young people's department, in the youth department, 
do it as long as we come together and win the battle for God. That is what these people are doing. They won the battle for the Lord. And you see, Barak was mentioned in the in the Hall of Faith in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, verse number 32. And also, I believe, was mentioned there, not really mentioned the name but of Deborah, but she was there. I will show you. Hebrews 11, verse number 32. The Bible says, And what shall I say more? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon, and of Barak, and of Samson, and of Jephthah, of David also, and Samuel, and all of the prophets. Verse 33, Who through faith subdued kingdoms. And that is where Deborah was. She was instrumental of God's purpose to subdue the kingdom of Canaan. Because of her and, and, and the combination of Barak, together with the army of God, who fought the battle there, they won the victory for the Lord, for the people of God. And all this in verse number 39, Hebrews 11. And this all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. That means that Barak and Deborah, by faith, obtained a good report. They were working together and God in the end. Right now, we know their story and we are blessed with their story. Because the Lord was blessed of them also. And you see, in this time, Deborah calls Barak to deliver Israel. And she encouraged Barak. In verse number, chapter 4 of the book of um, uh, Judges, verse number 6 and 7. Verse number 6, and she, and she sent and called Barak, the son of Abinom, out of Kiddush Naphtali, and said unto him, Hath not the Lord God of Israel commanded, saying, Go and draw toward Mount Tabor, and take with thee ten thousand men of the children of Naphtali and of the children of Zebulun? Now here, um, she revealed what God revealed to her. She revealed to Barak, this is what God wants to happen. You go there and bring along with you 10,000 men from the, the, the tribe of Naphtali, from the tribe of Zebulun. Come, go there because the Lord will, will deliver in your hand the enemy. But when, when Barak saw this, when Barak heard this, he said unto her, I will not go if you wouldn't go. If you don't go, I will not go. In verse number 8 and 9, you can find them. And verse number 9, you will see that Deborah agrees to go, but told Barak, Barak, I just want to let you know that this battle is won already because the Lord already gave this battle to us. But this battle is not for your own honor. This battle is, um, the, the, the honor shall go to a woman. Not Deborah, but Jael, the, the other person. But again, Barak, in his mind, I believe, I believe that he cared less who's going to receive the honor. Because what's in the heart and mind of Barak, the most important thing is to win this war. No matter where the, the honor should go, 
But we need to win the war. I will tell you, my friend, in our church, in our ministry, in the future, no matter who's going to have the honor, the most important thing is that we will win this war. We will win. Our children must, 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 be, must be coming after us and, and they must be serving the Lord as the way we serve God and even more. That is winning the battle. We need to win souls. And it doesn't matter who's going to receive the honor. It doesn't matter. If you will go and save people, if you will go and share the gospel to people, I will praise the Lord for that. It doesn't matter who's going to receive. Oh, this, this person wants so many souls. You know what, my friend? Honor does not really, you know, uh, it is good, but it is not the important thing. The important thing is the person, you know, next to you is saying. The person... Uh, that is that is surround uh, the people surrounding us must be saying Barak cared less about who's going to receive the honor. The most important thing is enough to the oppression, enough to these tyrants, enough to these people who who you know uh, oppress the people of the Lord. Because the Bible says, when the wicked bears rule, the people mourn. They are mourning. They are in grief. They are uh, grief. They are they are suffering. These people are suffering from the hands of this king. These people are suffering from the hands of this army. God's people are mourning, but Barak has one thing in mind, and that is win this war, defeat the enemy of the of God's people. But he knows very well. He knows very well that only by God's help. That he would win the war. And God showed his plans to Deborah. So Deborah must be very important in this war. Deborah was very important. And the fact is. If he, he goes to war. Without God. And God's word. That is going to be futile. It is futile to go to war. Without Deborah. And that's what he said. If you will not go. I will not go. If you will go, then I will go. Now, Barak there, the fact for Barak is that he deemed it counterproductive, if not a suicide, to go to war without the word of God. He could not go there without the word of God. Again, my friend, this is the time where to accomplish God's blessing upon Israel, Barak needs Deborah's, Deborah's mind. But Deborah also needs Barak's hands. These two needs to come together. He needs her mind. She needs his hands. And such were the ingredients of victory. But in all of these things, all in all, they need God. Yep. They need God. Yep. Brothers and sisters, we face battles every day. The fathers face battles every day. The mothers also are facing battles every day. And we pray for mothers. We love them. We, we really love our mothers. Pray for GP. She has a lot of medical problems, health problems. Sister Amy, she has a lot of problems. And then Sister Soul, and now uh, Sister Rhoda, and many others, and many of you, Sister, Sister Tina, you know, we, we have all of these battles, and each one of them, they have, they face their problems, they face their battles. And I will tell you, my friend, if praying for these matters is all that we can do, then please do it. 
We need God to bless them. We need God to help them in everything that they need. Because we cannot supply their needs. Only God can supply their needs. In other words, we cannot win battles without God. So therefore, we will just pray to the Lord for their help. And with God's help to Israel, in this moment, Barak. Barak fights against Sisera and eventually he defeated them. He defeated Canaan and his army. And Israel rescued out of the hands of David. Barak there takes the field. Then Sisera, you know, he pursued. And, 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 and David's army meets there in chapter 4, verse number 12. And verse number 13, uh, it says there, And they shoot Sisera that Barak, the son of Abinoam, was gone. Uh, was got up to Mount Tabor. And Sisera gathered together all his chariots, even 900 chariots of iron, and all the people that were with him, from Harusheth of the Jindas unto the river Kishon. And there you can see the deliverance there was coming from the Lord, but it was a concerted effort, concerted efforts between Deborah and Barak. And it was accomplished by this joint agency of these people. Debra needs um, Barak's hand, but Barak needs Debra's mind. And they come together. Matthew Henry, Matthew Henry, um, a great commentator, uh, had said about Barak and Debra. He said that he could not do without her head, and she could not do without his hands. Speaking of Barak and Debra. Both together with God's leading made a complete and perfect deliverance for God's people because that was God's plan. Now the battle is coming, coming to an end. The war is going to be over. And Sisera takes, uh, he flees and takes refuge there with Jael, the wife of Heber. And this is the woman that Deborah was saying that this honor will not go to Barak but will go to a woman. And Judges chapter 4, verse number 17, how did Sisera fled away on his feet to the tent of Jael, the, the wife of Heber, the Canaanite. For there was peace between David, the king of Hazor, and the house of Heber, the Canaanite. So this general was forced to flee because his army was, you know, uh, uh, um, um, killed by by uh, Barak's army. So this uh, Sisera fled and, and there um, he was expecting shelter from their ally with, with uh, uh, this woman, the wife of Heber by the name of Jael. And then again Jael eventually killed Sisera. She killed Sisera. And that gives Barak's complete triumph because he did not kill um, Sisera. This is the one of the greatest army in those times. I mean, army general. In verse number 23, so God subdued on that day Jabin, the king of Canaan, before the children of Israel. And the hand of the children of Israel prospered and prevailed against Jabin, the king of Canaan, until they had destroyed Jabin the king of Canaan. So God gives 
Barak complete victory. My friend, only God can give us complete victory. Yep. You cannot find it anywhere in this world. You cannot find it any, you know, from any person in this world. Only God can give us the victory. And what a triumph, what a story of triumph we have in this um, chapter 4 of the book of Genesis. The second thing that I want to show you is the varied response. I would tell you there are millions of people in Israel, but only 10,000 there, and only few leaders there. Only few. Not all will go, not all are willing, but I would tell you, everyone there rejoiced and enjoyed the blessing, but only few sacrifice. Even in our ministry. In our ministry, all of us will rejoice for the victory, but only few will sacrifice. And that is where, you know, God is looking at this. The bargain response of God's people. There are people who are called willing people. And there are people who are called the uncertain people. And there are people who are called the slackers, the daring. And there are people who are called the cursed people among the people of God. And there are also people who are called the blessed people. Now let's take a look at this, the willing people. In Judges chapter Chapter 5, verse number 9. Chapter 5 is the song of Deborah. She made a song, but the good thing with that song, it explains the story behind the story. There's a story of this victory, and it's there revealed who are these people who really uh, go to, to contribute in the winning of this battle. The willing people. Verse number 9, my heart is toward the governors of Israel that offered themselves willingly among the people. Bless ye the Lord. So they are so blessed among these governors. The governors are willing. They are willing of themselves. Ephraim, Benjamin, Zebulun, Issachar, these are the, the governors of these tribes. They are praised by God. And people are blessed. I know what happened to Judah. What happened to these other tribes who did not join in the battle? They just waited there for the victory, but they did not, you know, support anything. But these people are willing. They offered their lives so that they can win that victory. Are you willing to offer yourself to serve God? Are you willing to help your pastor, to help your youth director? To, are you willing to help... You know, uh, praise the Lord, we have Bible studies over there in Mount Wellington. Thank God for these people. Thank God for, you know, Brother Ditin Kilatan and uh, Brother uh, uh, brother Leonardo. And, and all those people that are part of that ministry there. They, they keep on going on. And these are, you know, again, there are people that are willing. I know they are busy, but they are willing to give up whatever, whatever things that, that uh, they can give up just to have the ministry going. There are people that are willing, and there are people also that are uncertain. Reuben is divided. The tribe of Reuben, some people want to go, some people do not want to go. So they did not go, because they are divided. You know what? If we want to plan something for our church, so, for example, we have a, a cash, or we have a leadership training coming, or we have a, a plan in the future. If half of the people will not support, and half of the people will support, I will tell you, nothing can happen to that, because people will disagree with other people. These are uncertain people, like Reuben. 
the tribe of Reuben was divided. They had great thought. They have searching in their in their hearts, in their minds, they're thinking about it. But they stayed eventually. They stayed behind to do their own thing and to make money. Instead of going to this war and win the battles for God, I would rather go to work, you know, we need money. You know, this money is needful, they are much needed. But again, they have forgotten that they need God more than yeah. money. Yep. We need God more than money. Yep. We can go to work and there are times to go to work. And the things of God is not always there. So they stay behind to do their own thing and make money. Chapter 5, verse number 15, 15 and 16. Chapter 5, verse 15 and 16. And the princes of Issachar were with Deborah, even Issachar, and also Barak. He was sent on foot into the valley. For the divisions of Reuben were their great thoughts of heart. Why abundest thou among the sheepfolds? To hear the bleedings of the flocks? For the divisions of Reuben, there were great searchings of heart. They went to, you know, we need money from this milk. We need money from this, uh, from this meat. They went to work to make money. Rather than go to work to win the battle for the Lord. You see, they stayed behind. Are you an uncertain person also? A double-minded person about serving the Lord? You do not know whether you will serve God or not serve God. Serve God, not serve God. To serve or not to serve. Serve or not to serve. Are you, are you that kind of confused person? I will tell you my friend Reuben was confused. The people there were divided. I will tell you, if you are looking for excuses not to do the things of God, the devil will give you heaps. That devil will give you a lot of excuses not to give in to the things of the Lord. And there's another kind of people, the slackers. The slackers, Gilead was one. Dan was one. And Asher, these people, they did not respond. Okay, send the invitation, but no one will say yes or no. These are the people, the slackers. They're, they did not respond, but they stayed at home. Judges chapter 15, verse 17. Verse 17. How be it, Sisera fled away on his feet to the tent of Jael, the wife of Heber, the Kenite. For there was peace between Jabin, the king of Hazor, and the house of. Um, sorry, I'm reading chapter 4. Chapter 5, verse 17. Gilead abode beyond Jordan. And why did Dan? Remain in ships. Asher continued on the seashore and abode in his bridges. These people stayed and, and did not res respond to the call. Are you a kind of a plain Christian who will serve God because you cannot be bothered? You have important things to do in your life that if someone will call for help, you will not respond because. You are so busy. Do you think that by coming to church once a day or once a week, is that all that God has for you in this life? We cannot do even attend anything on top of our Sunday morning service. I will tell you, my friend, that is the, the mentality of Gilead. That is the mentality of the tribe of Dan and Asher also. They did not respond, but they stayed at home. 
But there are people who are called daring. These are the people that are, if, if they will lose in the battle, these people will die. And these people are called the people of Naphtali and the people of Zebulun. These are the people that will be forefront of the battle. If the Lord will bless them, they will win the battle and all of these tribes will enjoy the blessing. But, you know, if, 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 if on the other end they are the losing ones in this battle, if they will lose the battle, all their heads will be cut off. But these people will just play them into the battle. Secure their lives because their lives are very important. That is why these people, the daring people, they have sided their lives in the battlefield. Verse number 18, chapter 5. This Again, this is a song that explains many things. The song of Deborah. Verse number 18. And Zebulun and Naphtali were a people that jeoparded their lives. In other words, they hazarded their lives. They are the people that can die. They are the people that, you know, will be cut off first and foremost. They departed their lives unto the death in the high places of the field. But that's okay. That's okay to them. Again, do you get fully into the spiritual battle to win the loss? To work for the work of the Lord and to do the things that God wants you to do and to accomplish in the church. I'll tell you, these people are daring people. And there's another kind of people that curse people. The cursed people, Deborah song in verse 23. It said, Curse ye mirrors, said the angel of the Lord. Curse ye bitterly the inhabitants thereof, because they came not to the help of the Lord, to the help of the Lord against the mighty. This is the, the people of God were outnumbered and out, you know, that they have no strength against this Jabin's army. There is no way that they can win the battle. There is no way that they, they can, you know, uh, overcome them. Because they're such a very strong uh, army. But God helped them. But God expected that this tribe will come to help. These people will come to help, but mirrors did not. Verse number 53. I hope and pray that you are not in the same category as mirrors. Because this is what God thinks of those people who do nothing to help the cause of Christ in today's hour. The spiritual enemies are pouring in. We have a lot of enemies in every front. But mirrors do not want to help. They will just do whatever they want to do in their own life. They will not want to help and, and, and win the battle from God. But the other group of people that I hope that you and I will look at this are the blessed people. They, you may not be extraordinary uh, person. You may not have all those uh, powers in you and you don't have uh, um, you know, resources. But you can be a blessed person. In the Lord, just like Jael. Jael was just an ordinary wife. Ordinary wife. But she was the one who captured the greatest army of the enemy. The greatest enemy they have. It's not Jael himself. The greatest 
problem the people of God has is not Jabin the king of Canaan. This one, Sisera. The army, I mean the kingdom of Canaan stands with this man. If this man is taken, then that kingdom is nothing. But this man was so strong, Sisera. But God delivered that strong man to, a, to an ordinary mother. To an ordinary mom. My friends, if you are a mother today, and you think that you are just an ordinary mother, I will tell you, do not limit God with what God can do in your life. Because God can bless you with so much blessing that not, not all the nobles of all women in this, in this country can attain to the blessings that God will give to you. Jail is a blessed woman. Jail is blessed for reading Israel of the tyrant, Sisera. Verse number 24, Judges chapter 5, verse 24. Blessed above women shall jail the wife of heaven, the Kenite Blessed shall be, shall she be above women in the tent. You see, Mary was blessed woman. But jail also is a blessed woman. Only few women mentioned in the Bible that's blessed. Sarah was not so blessed. But jail was. You see, will you have a blessed memory for doing things for God? With what you have, we need it. Are you willing to raise your children um, for, for the fear of the Lord? Bringing your children to church? Um, you know, uh, uh, leading your children read the Bible? Memorize the verses of the Bible? And helping your children to, to know the Lord? And to fear God? I will tell you, my friend, you do not know. You might be raising the next prime minister of New Zealand. A prime minister that will affect not just New Zealand, but all, of, all over the world. If you raise your children in the fear of God. If you raise your children in the fear of God. Because God will, will be the one taking care of the child. Until that child will grow, will grow up. And the Lord will just set him for that pinnacle of power. But we are not after the power. We are, we are after the souls of men. But who knows that, this, that you, the child that you are looking after today is that person that God will use. Do not belittle. Mothers, do not belittle what God can do in your life. You are just an ordinary mother. You are, you are looking after your children 24-7. And you are stuck in the home, and some mothers will say, oh, I'm sick and tired of this, of this routine. I want to go out with my friends and have some drinks. Some people will do that. Some mothers will do that. But not with us Christians. But not with us mothers. Mothers in the home of Christian homes, we don't have that kind of desire. Our desire is to see our children fear the Lord, love the Lord with all their heart, because that is the basic thing. Train up the child in the way he should go. That when he is old, he will not depart from it. You see, the blessed woman there is just an ordinary mother. The blessed woman is just an ordinary wife. Are you an ordinary wife? You might be the next jail person. A person that loves the Lord from the heart. Just doing the menial things in the home. Uh, 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 washing the dishes. Wa washing the clothes of the husband. Preparing the food. That maybe is menial thing and not extraordinary, but who knows that God will use you. 
Now, really the lesson that we can learn from this story is that why Israel have this problem? Why they have this problem? Because they departed from the Lord. Sin will always have, you know, a repercussions. In chapter 4, verse number 1, chapter 4, verse number 1, this is what happened from the beginning of this. And the children of Israel again did evil in the sight of the Lord. It's always like that. When there is sin, you might enjoy now for a moment, but later on, that sin will find you out. You will be in big trouble. And here, as you can see, and the children of Israel again did evil in the sight of the Lord when Ehud, when Ehud was dead. Why is that? Because Ehud is a strict person. Every time that he sees evil, smack it. Every time he sees evil, and people, oh, Ehud is here. Oh, stop it, stop it. No, don't, don't do naughty things because Ehud is here. They are afraid of the man. But what does it tell us? They're afraid of the man because he's so strict. He's, they're afraid of the man because he's so strict. He doesn't want foolishness. And they're afraid of the man, they're not afraid of God. Because when Ehud was there, there, their party and everything, uh, all sins, now they enjoy it. They did evil when Ehud was there. I will tell you, my friend, I hope that this is not uh, around us. What will happen if pastor is dead? If pastor will be dead, then oh, a person will preach here will just wear sleepless. Pastor is so strict, every preacher should wear a coat and tie. Then when the next preacher or next pastor will come, then oh, it's okay, you do not wear your tie, you do not wear your coat. What does it tell us? Church is not important. Why is that? They did evil when the person is dead. When, when Ehud was dead, they did evil in the sight of God. Oh, I hope that Ehud will live forever <laughs> so that these children of Israel will not go a whoring. But this is the lesson here. Every sin there is repercussion. And another lesson that we can learn is that when we cry unto the Lord, the Lord will deliver us. He delivers these people. They cried unto the Lord, and He delivered them. Another lesson, women can do mighty work for God if you will only allow the Lord to use you. Use you. Whatever God wants to use you, is allow the Lord to use you. Be an instrument of God's mighty hand, and He will give spiritual battles and spiritual victories in the land. And women also can encourage their men for good. Two things a woman can do is either they can encourage their men for good or they can encourage their men for evil. You see, Barak was triumphant because Deborah encourages him for good. But Eve was an encouragement for evil to Adam. Adam was into sin because of Eve. Delilah led Samson to bondage and death. Jezebel stirred Ahab for evil, to do evil. Mothers, women, young girls, there are only two things you can do in this life. You can encourage.
encourage your husband to do good, to be a blessing to, to the community, or you can encourage your husband to do evil. But jail, jail was an encouragement. Jail had the courage to do what was needed at the time. She doesn't need a position. She doesn't need to be the mayor to do great things for God. She doesn't need to be the president to do great things for God. She just did what is necessary at the time. My friend, life brings opportunities to serve God. And the battle that we are facing is real. What part do you play in the spiritual war for the, the, the souls of men? What part do you play? Are you the one that will go to the forefront? Praise the Lord. Are you the one supporting from, you know, the sideline? Praise the Lord. Or are you the one that doesn't, cannot be bothered? I hope that you are not. Because in everything we can do something for the Lord. Wherever you, whatever you, you do, wherever you go. But again, hopefully all of us will choose what is pleasant in the eyes of the Lord. His power in prayer. Our Father in heaven, Lord, bless our women. Thank you, Father, for giving us such wonderful women in our church. Such a great blessing for all of us. And Lord, continue to make our women to be a, a people that can encourage the men. Encourage for the, the work of the ministry. Not to encourage to stay away from the ministry. Lord, help our women that they will do everything within their power to make our men involved, get involved in the ministry. Lord, bless them with all blessings. Because we know 10 years from now, 5 years from now, that will come to fruition. Whether we are planting something to discourage them or we are planting something to encourage them. Help, Lord, that we are on the one that will encourage our young girls and young, young boys and adults together. Encourage them to do the things of God. Bless Lord our, our people. Bless our women in the church. Bless the battles. Bless everyone. Thank you, Father, for giving us this wonderful time together to listen to your word. We commit to you, Lord, our mothers once again. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.